0: just bitch assness rampant everywhere i look up down and all around i just seen about a dozen
1: people walk by me that had just so much bitch assness in them it was ridiculous this is a cold orange alert i repeat i thought it was quarantine let's go
0: back to sheila in the studio
1: there are several signs of bitch assness short-term memory loss excessive excuses chronic blinking scratching please use precaution before coming into contact with anyone for they may be a carrier of the disease who is it it's david i'm here to go over your schedule for the day schedule i don't know you haven't been infected with the bitch assness disease you were supposed to be here an hour ago i know sir but i got stuck in traffic trying to get here from the studio excuses first sign of bitch assness did you bring my ipod with you for my run this morning I forgot it, sir. Let me go get it right now. David has been infected with the bitch-assness disease. David, you have been infected. Move away from my door right now. No, sir. I'm clean. There's no bitch-assness here, a bad boy. Hello. Yes, I need you to get over here right away. We have a case of bitch-assness up at the penthouse, floor 100. Yes, get over here right away, please. All right. Stay right there. Um, I'll be out in a second. bitch assness is back please do yourself a favor go to seanjohn.com for your t-shirt cure or dial 877-55-BITCH-ASS immediately it's running rampant in our communities we must put a stop to it now yeah well well i just been feeling like it's all clicking you know Except stop it. Niggas been plotting on me, but here's a plot twist. I can't throw fists no more unless it's prophets. Lord, why you keep boxing me in? Cause I'm God's gift. I might set my mic back up in the closet though. Just to get myself that same feeling from 04 With my hunger was more. Advice to you and yours. They say it's over for you, that's when you go overboard, okay? Shit, I didn't take a break, my nigga, I broke Broke my heart, broke my soul, don't cry for me, though If you don't break nothing down, then there's no room to grow One mental block leads to another, shit is dominoes Mixtape shine, but I'm an album old She give me praise, I love it, angel faces. face Ass so fast, she could work at TSA I went to school at Castle, went to DSA a mile away Just letting you know the type of kings and queens My city, mate, and I probably need a parade All the soldiers with me, this shit is like Green Beret So legendary, I'ma probably need a day Got one. Be damn if I'm not one. You talking about the hottest in the city, most influential rapping ass niggas, and I'm the top one. Me and M knocked down doors for y'all that was locked once. I know they might never get me. I still put on oh. for the city, like the lions fresh from fit me. I ain't been fucking, I've been too busy. I for business I got fake ones trying to hit me I got real ones to defend me Like a fuckin' gon' I got that life on my pendant I'm conditioned to the distance And I just set up the pensions Family set like my attentions Been balanced and tryin' to keep my company With the girls who wanna keep me company Alright, alright, alright Cut that shit,
0: cut that shit, man This your boy King, no none censored And this episode is gonna be called Bitch assness Fresh off suspicion Oh boy Yeah, man I'm back on Twitch, you know what I'm saying? My account has been back. I just can't, you know, stream third-party content anymore, but I will be back on tonight. Gotta figure out what time and what game I will inform y'all soon, but I will be live on Twitch tonight, so if y'all niggas got Twitch accounts, I suggest y'all check in, you know what I'm saying? I'll post my link on my social media, on Facebook, you know, I'm Quentin Cleary on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? I'm K- at King Known on Twitter. At King Known on fucking Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's a lot of bitch assness going on, man. A lot of bitch assness. We had to bring that back. We had to unearth that, that term. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of bitch ass, bitch ass niggas doing bitch ass shit. No disrespect, but... I got to call it like I see it. We're going to start off with um, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum versus the world. Recently, Marcus Smart called Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown out for not distributing the ball enough to their teammates. And it's been jack-a-lot records, man. It's been... You know what I'm saying? According to my what my nigga Ticket TV be saying on, on YouTube and shit, right? It's Jackalot Records. And that's a, I can't even come up with my own shit for that. That's just perfect. Because all them two doing is jacking up shots. Now, I'll give Jalen Brown the benefit of the doubt because he's shooting a lot better than Tatum this year. He's a little bit more efficient than Tatum, but 1.7 assists. You remember when I explained during the um, offseason report that Boston needed to run the game through Brown and Tatum and have the other guys get open so that they can have open shots as well. They did everything I said but pass to their goddamn teammates. Let's look at these assist numbers this year. Let's pull up their assist numbers right now. Boston Celtics stats. Let's take a look. Let's see. Jalen Brown is averaging 2.6 assists per game. Not acceptable. I'm sorry. You got to average five at the least. Five assists. Jay- Jay- Jason Tatum averaging 3.6 assists. Not good enough. Dennis Schroeder is averaging six assists per game off the bench. Al Horford is averaging more assists than Brown and Tatum at 3.7. Like, get the fuck out of here, dawg. Now, now Jalen Brown is shooting 50% from the field. 51% to be exact. I got no issue with that. Jalen, Jalen's also shooting 38% from three. I don't have no issue with that. But Jason Tatum is shooting 38% from the field. 26% from three. He's a way better three point shooter than what obviously he's displaying right now. So, that's my number one issue. It's like, You're not shooting good from the field. You got Marcus Smart, your own teammate, calling you out. Which begs the million-dollar question. In 2018, everybody wanted to make Kyrie Irving the scapegoat. Even with certain members of the team not directly blaming Kyrie, Brown and Tatum included. Now, ESPN reported a false report that Tatum and Brown said that we would love to escort Kyrie out of there. You know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. That's not true. That's not what they said. They weren't quoted by any media heads by saying that. They had said that they just played bad as a team. But now... Looking back at all that, the media wanted to blame Kyrie because he's the NBA champion and he was the best player on the team. Now, the million-dollar question is, was Tatum and Brown the problem in 2018? I just want to know. Seriously. Was he the real issue? Was he the real problem? The whole time, was those two the real problems over there? Because of their constant shot jacking and inability to make their teammates better? Because when they was getting their ass beat by Milwaukee, they weren't there to help Kyrie out? Let's look at the numbers for that series, man. I I just need some context, you know what I'm saying? I need context. Trying to find out, I think that was 2019, my bad. Let's see. Jalen Brown averaged 16 16 points per game. Jason Tatum averaged 15. Some help, huh? Kyrie averaged 20 a game. He shot horrible, but he still put up his 20. Tatum shot the same percentage. He shot 12% from three in that series. But Kyrie was the problem. Kyrie, crazy. Kyrie has mood swings Kyrie it's Kyrie fault. yeah I right, bro I right, bro all I know is Sam Mitchell dogged out Jason Tatum he said that Jason Tatum is just a nigga that shoots well, obviously, he didn't say just a nigga that shoots on television, but you you get what I mean. He's not a superstar. He said he's not a superstar. He's just a nigga that shoots. That's it. And this season, I would have to agree with him. Tatum and Brown have been able to escape all these years, all these years, with no criticism. especially for when they have exited early in multiple playoff series. They always get the credit for going to the conference finals in 2018 without Kyrie and Hayward. But none of the credit when they're struggling or losing or getting put out the first round. So at this point, I can't be on Tatum and Brown's side. They have to pass the ball more. They have to spread the wealth to go along with their 20 25 points. Or else this plan is going to fail and one of, you know, Tatum or Brown could be traded. Let's move on to Scotty Pippen. Oh, man. Bitch assness is at an all time high with this nigga. Ever since his bitch got took, this man has been bashing his teammate, Michael Jordan. I'm going to read some quotes for y'all, and I'm going to dissect them. Because I guess this man just wants the same amount of credit as Michael Jordan, only because, you know what I'm saying, that I mean Jordan has come out and said himself without Pippen he don't win six championships and he's right Jordan would have won a ring eventually maybe two or three but not six Scottie Pippen definitely balanced him out but so did Phil who I feel doesn't get enough credit for uh making this Bulls team pop Phil Phil integrating that um Triangle offense. Pippen says that glorified Michael Jordan. Uh, the Last Dance documentary glorified Michael Jordan while not near giving nearly enough praise to me and my proud teammates. What? I don't understand because The Last Dance had episodes. Dedicated to you, Rodman, and Steve Kerr. There was some in Horace Grant. They had segments about Bill Cartwright. It's like, what the fuck, dude? The only person they didn't talk about was Craig Hodges. And I think he was in the documentary as well. And he also said, How dare Michael treat us that way after everything we did for him and his precious brand? To make things worse, Michael received $10 million for his role in the documentary while my teammates and I didn't earn a dime. Well, nigga, who fault is that? Rick Ross came out and said the realest shit about Scottie Pippen. Rick Ross even stepped into the fray. Let me see if I can pull up that Rick Ross, Scottie Pippen shit. Because he said very poignant quotes. I got a question, and it's
2: pertaining to Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and business. I just came across what Scottie Pippen said. Michael Jordan got paid $10 million for the documentary, and he and his teammates received nothing. First thing that come to my mind is, fuck you, Scottie Pippen. You ain't handle your business when you was negotiating your own contract 30 years ago. You got fucked. And what you want, Mike, to negotiate your contract? Then when it came to this documentary, you got fucked again. Waited two years to say I got fucked. Nah. First thing come to my mind is don't be in the documentary if they ain't got a bag for me. I done stepped back from a lot of shit before when they said, Hey, Rosé, would you donate the money to charity or the da-da-da-da? No, I got my own charities to donate to, so you donate. The point I'm trying to make is if we all on the same team and we all got the, the same six rings, it's our individual responsibility to make sure we maximize the situation. You can't blame that on nobody else. You can't live your life. And end up in the predicament and blame that on anybody else. You got to stand on what you put out there, baby. You got to stand on it. Stand on it. That's what make you a motherfucking boss. Win, lose, or draw. I just felt
0: like that statement was just hella powerful. Hella powerful. Because we all see that you a bitch. You are a 6'8 bitch. Yeah, you got hands because people have been punking you your whole life. And your bitches all get took from you. Scottie Pippen is one of those dudes that, you know what he reminds me of? You remember the movie Judas and the Black Messiah? He reminds me of Lakeith Stanfield's character in that movie. He a mole. He'll get in good with you, but then as soon as you um do something that's out of bounds to him he'll turn on you. Let's go back to this article here. Um, Michael Jordan did call Pippen selfish in the documentary for delaying a foot surgery and asking to be traded in 1998. Pippen responded to that and says... You know what Selfish is? Selfish is retiring right before the start of training camp when it's too late for an organization to sign free agents. He calls Jordan. And and, and you remind, need I remind you, Jordan retired because his father died and his father wanted him to pursue baseball. Your dad didn't die, nigga. Someone who encouraged Mike, who challenged Mike. And as a person that also has a father, nigga, I felt like that was just insensitive for Scotty to say. And he says, Seeing again how Michael poorly treated his teammates, I cringed as I did back then. Michael and I aren't close and never have been. And then Pippen feels like you know. Jalen Rose also came out and said Pippen is the most disrespected athlete ever. No, he's not. No, he's not. We know where he is at. Scottie Pippen's not top twenty-five, my dude. He top fifty. That's not an insult to be mentioned amongst the fifty best players of all time. It's an insult, and you on the NBA seventy-five team. How is that not enough for you? How much attention do you want, nigga? Because you're not getting the attention from bitches that you fucking want, nigga? Is this why? You're not getting the attention that the you... The customer requested you, you leave your the order at get? their door. They added the following instructions. My bad about that, yo. Leave at my door. But I'm just saying, dude. Like... What the fuck is your problem, my, my, my guy? You need a hug? Do you need a healer? Do you need a healing? Do you need a healing? Come on, Scotty. That that behavior that you're displaying is unacceptable. And it's looking so bad on you, it's looking desperate. And, you know, I like Scotty Pippen, you know, as a basketball player. I respected his game. I respected everything that he brought to the table. But... He's looking like a scorned lover. A jealous scorned lover at that. And it's just so sad because without Mike, you wouldn't have won no championship, nigga. What did you do without Mike? The next year after you left, you went to the Rockets and you picked a fight with Charles Barkley because you were jealous that he had a better relationship with Michael Jordan than you did. And Michael Jordan didn't respect you as much as he respected Charles Barkley at that time. He created this tension on his on, on the Houston Rockets. And they got their ass whooped by the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round. They got swept. Then... You go over to Portland, you almost have a you almost win a title, but you blow a 15 point lead to the to those same Lakers again. Kobe busting your ass once again. So my thing about this is Scotty. My thoughts are like it's a shame. It's a shame what niggas do for attention. Is the money running low? Did you spend your money? Are you broke? Are you poor? Like, what's going on with you, my dude? You turning on the man that's responsible for your success. And you can't take it. You always wanted your own. But when you got your own, what did you do in 95? You went to the second round of the playoffs and lost. Then when you left Jordan for the final time because you got lowball, you signed the contract, you dumb motherfucker. You signed the contract. You the one that fucked yourself with no Vaseline. And you mad because Mike got all the money and handled his business? And became a billionaire and you're still a millionaire? Never going to be a billionaire? You may have these young motherfuckers confused. You may have these LeBron stands confused, but you won't got me confused, Scotty. I watched you. I watched your career. You're an all-time great, but you just ain't great enough. It's good, but it ain't good enough. <laughs> Don't you know tell about. So I don't want to hear that shit. Stop crying, Scotty. Stop crying. Uh speaking of more bitch assness in the world. The league is not bending for Trey and Harden's bitch assness. Ice Trey is still jumping in the motherfuckers. This nigga is still trying to draw fouls. This nigga is still complaining. Him and Harden are complaining about the new NBA rules. So what? Show me you can really play ball, then, nigga. This is a uh, uh, this is a show and proof moment for Trey Young and James Harden because these were the main two niggas taking advantage of the NBA rules last year. Jumping in the motherfuckers, hooking motherfuckers. There was the main two niggas crying. Bitching about that rule. Um, Damian Lillard is struggling. He's still shooting abysmal from the field. Damian Lillard definitely believes that he's going to get his shit together. But... You know, Dame, my favorite player in the world. I hope he gets his shit together. But a lot of players... Joel B was the latest player to complain about the Wilson ball because Paul George has been complaining about it. Trey Young's been complaining about it. Because I guess there's this new basketball or something and the players can't really play well with it. I don't know what it is. But, I mean, if you look at the percentages, you know what I'm saying, and the numbers, they've all went down for uh, particular players. Is it the ball? We don't really know. But I'm not going to blame a basketball. I'm going to practice with that ball. I'm going to try to shoot with that ball. I'm going to try. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's early in the season. Um, I watched um Steph versus LaMelo last night a very interesting game. I'm not going to talk about all the other games last night. I'm not going to waste your time. It was good until the end, of course, you know what I'm saying? The Warriors, I feel like they're Clay and James Wiseman away from a championship caliber team, as if they don't have none now, but Steph only had 15, 8, and 9 last night. Meanwhile, Gary Payton Jr. has arrived as he scored 14 points and he made it. He made the cut for the rotation. Even Kaminga and Moody played last night. It was five niggas in double figures. Jordan Poole had 31 points last night. Shout out to Jordan Poole. Brother in law, Damian Lee had 15 points, Andrew Wiggins had 14. Um, LaMelo Ball was off from the field. He was, he had 14 points, five of 14 shooting. Miles Bridges, yeah, most improved player is gonna be loaded. It's gonna be hard choosing three because there's 10 players out there that I think are eligible. As he puts up 32 points and nine rebounds, Gordon Hayward had 23 points, 11 rebounds. Um, Not going to, I mean, I got one more subject I want to talk about before I get up out of here, and that's Henry Ruggs. I know that I talk basketball, but this is a big, big situation, but, um, Henry Ruggs III, um, this is a touchy subject, um, He was a a former Las Vegas Raiders player that was arrested over the weekend for drunk driving with a pistol. It's just like Jackie Brown. What the fuck you was doing drunk driving with a pistol? This man was going 156 miles per hour on a main street. He ended up running into a vehicle. And the vehicle caught on fire. Onlookers tried to rescue the woman in the car, but she was gone. She was a 23-year-old woman. I forgot the lady's name. Condolences to her family. Things of that nature. It's a touchy subject, but... You know, some young cats make that one young mistake that changed their lives forever. And unfortunately, in the case of Henry Ruggs, that happened to him. I feel bad that it had to happen to him, but there were so many other alternatives. There's Uber, there's Lyft, there's homeboys, there's limo services. You're making millions of dollars. Why are you driving a Corvette 156 miles per hour knowing that you're drunk? Wouldn't you do the speed limit or were you that intoxicated that you just said, fuck it, pedal to the metal like Dr. Dre did in 95 when he got drunk and started driving that Testarosta. Testarossa. Testarossa. Woo. Damn. I mean, he's facing multiple felonies, including DUI, resulting in a murder, drunk driving, reckless driving. Like, this dude's got to have a Bentley of felony charges. Honestly, I think this kid's career is over. You know, you you murdered somebody. I mean, it wasn't intentional, but still. Somebody is dead as a result of your drunk driving. If this kid gets a second chance, it'll be a miracle. But my prayers go out to everyone involved, though. But I'm going to get the fuck out of here, man. I've been going and enjoying a little bit too long. I appreciate y'all. This is King Known Uncensored. Um, bitch assness. And oh yeah, fuck with me tonight, man. I might be on. I might broadcast. I might do two live streams of two uh, basketball games tonight. Just depends on my mood exactly and which game that I pick. But I will be on Twitch tonight. Pending bullshit. But I learned my lesson. I'll be back. Kate, no seven on Twitch. Come fuck with me, man. Seven o'clock Eastern time, possibly. Or I could be doing the late night game, depending on who's playing. It will be on my social media. And I'm out.